0: Danish
1: Goods Podcast. I hate talking on the fucking phone. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm a texter. Are you a texter? I am a texter. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. bring it up a bit. Texter.
0: Yeah. Texter's better. I don't... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really don't want to talk on the phone ever. And so I try to... um communicate with text and you know some people who want to call
1: instead it's just like so inconvenient now to just to have to have a conversation yeah. and then to get somebody off the phone abruptly it's yeah. like oh, man, cancer kind of in feel my like a brain dick.
0: dude too much too much phone cancer dude. exactly yeah i don't care much for it simple, that's why i, I think simple beauty, text
1: you can like look at it and be like yeah you know it is what it is maybe i will you know yeah, answer yeah, yeah. it now maybe not you can not. choose when to reply exactly come up with a good answer you don't have to do it on the spot hard questions especially
0: like sometimes when it's like work related or music biz related you don't want to answer right away you want to think about it or you got to talk to somebody else oh yeah so you can like you know wow, answer
1: it when you're ready on the phone it's like exactly like well shit if I just answer this right now it might come off like I'm being a dick or something but if you just go ahead and you know go with the flow take your time think of the right words be a lot more professional
0: that's why I also like like being on tour in Europe right time difference to the states you naturally are given a larger window of time to respond for sure oh yeah just, oh I'm sorry it's you know seven hour difference uh, yeah. oh I've got him in Germany and you know it's, yeah. it's, yeah, like, yeah.
1: it's my, a true my excuse my ends at five so
0: yeah, you know kind of just what it is yeah. that uh that uh venturous voice you're hearing is my guest today on Damaged Goods it's my good friend Marcus Rafferty he's the uh, front man yeah. uh, and guitarist of the band Fall of Humanity Damn, uh, that's right also guitar tech Mark Morton for the Lamb of God. God Yes sir And we are in uh, what mean? Scotland We are overseas Yes Yeah My so first time So we're not time. lying yeah, It's true yeah. It's nice It's beautiful out today It's about 73 degrees sunny. You're lying You're
1: just totally lying
0: <laughs> When it was Sun peaked out for about 5 minutes I was questioning Grabbing my SPF 70
1: <laughs> But I did I I saw the sun myself For just a, a couple of seconds When the rain stopped It was nice It was nice It was, nice. Nice. It was yeah.
0: nice It was the first time I've seen the sun In 8 days I feel like Dude, Totally England It's rough It's wet It's cold It's damp Yep um, and you know, it just keeps, I feel like I've gotten paler. Oh, you totally have. I know. I know. I yeah. have. We're, we're going
1: tanning tomorrow though, Marcus. Oh, sure. Sure. Tanning. Stand up or lay down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that,
0: an, is that serious? I don't know. I've never done it. Is that an option? You, oh, you haven't?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Do you guys go? I, I did, uh, two times at Planet Fitness. Stand I stood up. Yep. Dong So what is
0: it in like a, is it like a phone booth? Uh,
1: it's like a, it's like a, kind of like a circular enclosure. You walk in set like the time you want to stay in i do it for like 45 seconds because i'm really really that's, all? that's as
0: long as you're in there yeah i you burn. put the little goggles on of course so was it speedo goggles
1: yeah nice nice without the speedo though that's that's uh, <laughs> visualize that sides, one bro dude. yeah dude. You're brazilian you
0: gotta get that cut oh i could dig it man yeah man when you're on so you stage, get a
1: sunburn on your ding dong
0: what do you you're usually t-shirt t-shirt pants, right? When you're tacking.
1: When right. I'm tacking, actually uh shorts in the summer. Uh my good friend Aaron and I are doing uh pretty much suits. Oh, this is yeah, right. but, so you yeah, nice. tell
0: everybody what your uh,
1: your attire is during the show. So we're doing just black on black suits with Adidas white striped shoes. Yeah, very not, not really for nothing just to you know, go out go out look sharp, do something nice.
0: Does it get hot with the long sleeve? And but actually up?
1: it's it's kind of cool, you know? It's uh, it's the, not the that vest. bad. I don't have the vest on because I'm not that cool. Aaron does, so. though. He, he makes it look a lot better than I would. Sharp gentleman. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I know, like, you know, when you're on stage and shit, you've got the energy of all the equipment radiating heat. Plus, you get the pressure to do your job, like, really well, which can make you hot, right? So it's a warm mm. place, especially summertime.
1: Oh, sure. oh, good God, yeah.
0: And then when, when your band plays, though, that's even... More heat because you're doing shit and you got the lights beating down oh, on you.
1: Oh yeah, it's so and in, so intense. You sweating hard up there? Always, and I I wear a long sleeve shirt on stage. Why is that? <sighs> I don't management. Really? Yeah, they said I would look good like that, so I was like, oh. all right, cool, I'll go with it. He's and and reason. I do, I, I like it. They made what, a good call. If you
0: don't mind my asking, what is their like uh, logic? Like covers up the tattoos?
1: No, no, not really. They uh, just wanted me to kind of like look old school oh. metal okay. hardcore kind of dude. Can sure. dig
0: it. Yeah, I'm always impressed when artists on stage are wearing a lot of clothes. I mean, it's hot when I'm up there, mm-hmm. and you see dudes like you see Randy and Mark. They're always in shorts and they're running around sweating in t-shirts. Yep. You see some artists who wear leather through like two-hour sets. Oh good and, and, and You and imagine? Heavy shit, like James Brown, the shit that dude would wear. Oh my god. And and he's and sweat coming out of him anyway. Like I'm sweating already in a fucking t-shirt. Dude, <laughs> so I don't know how you're wearing all that shit. <clears throat> yeah,
1: it's just man. Dripping. Crazy, dripping. crazy dripping.
0: So, did the rest of the band have to wear no, long sleeve? They no. just like oh, they, the they all here? have
1: like their own little thing that they do.
0: Your brother uh, is the drummer. Does he have to wear anything? Could he be free? Can he wear shorts?
1: He uh, he does a uh, black t shirt, like cut off sleeves, and then I don't know what he wears underneath because he's sitting down on a drum set, so Most it doesn't really matter. Wear shorts, I feel like. Yeah, probably right.
0: the, the freedom. Yeah. Do you guys ever wear your band's shirts? On stage?
1: I mean, I totally would if I could afford to buy one.
0: Of your own <laughs> shirt? You, but you guys don't have any of your band shirts? I have one of those.
1: Yeah, you got one. Yeah. So, you, damn. hmm What, um,
0: who, you guys manufacture them yourself or is it like your uh, label we deal? We
1: outsource it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Fucking, uh, you know, we're on we're on tour, Lamb of God, Slayer, and that's something i always noticed with Slayer, like, it's always kind of like a, a faux pas, people think. You go to concerts, you don't wear the shirt of the artist you're going to see, right? Mm-hmm you wear some other artists maybe relevant in the genre or just whatever but it's Slayer shows man I've never been to any concert of any genre of music where more fans at the show are wearing the fucking t-shirt of the band they're going to see they're echo everyone's in Slayer gear yeah and going to buy more
1: I think it's cuz it's their final tour you yeah, know every, yeah, everybody wants to show like their see. old school shirts yeah. they got back in you know 30 years ago like true. check this out I'm red true 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 yeah vintage shit
0: I wouldn't want to wear any important fan or like not fancy but old school delicate shit to a concert you know
1: yeah if, you, be, yeah, if you want to keep it but if yeah, you want to show it off that's true 10 000 people up at concerts, always Shoes, always footwear. i get fucked up at concerts yeah yeah oh that's <laughs> true I,
0: same same last night dude last where we were last night newcastle uh, newcastle in england
1: and i did not see one newcastle over there yeah I, did, I didn't
0: see any castles yeah. i heard allegedly there's a, a castle in our proximity like a couple uh, miles yeah, away yeah yeah nice i, I would like to go I, uh, you know, when, when when you're on tour and stuff, you have the like, days off, and you can take, you can take your whole day off, and you can you can venture far from where your hotel is. You could take an Uber, check out the local sites. That yeah. sometimes it's a big undertaking. Sometimes you want to keep it close and get some food, the dudes. You want to party, like whatever, you know. But some mm-hmm. dudes will take that whole day. And,
1: excuse uh, me, dude. Randy. Randy got up uh, early in the morning. He went uh, up to the Highlands.
0: Randy, who's Randy for those who? The is?
1: singer for Lamb of God. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just... Because some of these cats might not know. <laughs> that just shows you're so cool, Marcus, because... You know, yeah,
1: yeah. Driving. Well, I, I happened to be up having a cup of coffee, because the coffee's amazing over here. Mm. And he got up, and I was like, where are you going? He said, going to the Highlands. And I was like, I have no idea what that is, because I've never been here before. And then he explained it, and I did not understand a word he was saying.
0: What and then it? he left.
1: So we still don't know what it is. Nope. No idea. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've definitely... on tour's definitely taking some of those days where... I'm in a place when I really want to see some crazy shit, and or or if you got a friend that lives there, and they can pick you up and drive you around. But sometimes you're tired, Mm -hmm. you just don't, or the weather sucks. Like today, it's fucking cold and rainy. I don't want to go too far. Yep. And
1: the UK is expensive as hell. Yeah, that's true.
0: The 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 conversion right now is that the right word? Is that the right Mm -hmm. word? Uh, yeah, it's not good. The dollar versus the pound. Is not in our favor, so every other thing is a lot more expensive than you think. Oh, yeah, um, it's
1: a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, but it's still not great. And
0: then I, I don't know what the euro is comparatively right now. Maybe it's, uh, it, it's, equivalent.
1: it's closer. It's not. They're still a little stronger, but it's not that bad.
0: Do you, Marcus? You look like a sharp gentleman. Maybe you are going to help. You mind this piece of uh, information for me? When fucking the UK like Brexited right recently. It was to did it like make their currency? Did it make the pound better for them?
1: I'm not really sure. I don't think it really did anything to the pound. The consensus is no. Yeah, because
0: that's weird. Because I would assume maybe that's why they wanted to leave. Like you know, fuck the euro. We're gonna uh, make our currency have more value by stepping away. I don't know. I don't know anything about
1: that really. Yeah, me either. I'm hard. I'm bad enough with American politics. Yeah,
0: I only know about it because. When we were traveling, you know. We were all traveling from our respective cities, and the first show was in Dublin, so everyone's flying in. And I, I was originally flying straight from LAX to Dublin, had a yeah. flight direct, and then I had to change it last minute and reroute myself to stop in London mm-hmm. for a certain amount of hours to go through all this work, immigration shit that wasn't apparently supposed to be an issue, but yeah, we had now to get the the visa exactly, exactly. And they were like, and they were you know telling me minimum three hour layover, leave leave yourself a three to five hour layover. You had to be, get
1: your own flight. Oh,
0: I mean, I'm like the company pays for it, you know. I I book them, but they pay for it. Hmm. But uh, but it was you know they like you got to make sure you know you got enough time to handle all this immigration shit. The Brexit shit made it funny. This and that. I changed my fucking flights, so in the like ass. I leave a huge like f- almost a five hour layover. Like, as they told me, dude, I went through that shit in five fucking minutes. I huh. Four hours in the London airport. Not dude, me, dude. They detained
1: nothing. me. Really? Oh yeah. I just said, in, they gave me a letter. London? Yep, a letter saying that I was being detained. And all shit, I, I got it in my bags. I, actually, I posted it on my socials. And I had to sit there for like an hour until they could figure it out. And then finally, I went through and did my shit.
0: So right when you came through, they saw your passport. They go, sir, come over here. We got to you."
1: No, no. They didn't know what, what I was doing there. And I had to explain to them that I, I had another flight, but I couldn't go through transfers because I had to activate my visa for the UK and when they finally figured out what they had to do, they're like, okay, sit down over here. They brought me over that letter of detainment and then they went and figured it out, came and got me and, and I was good to go.
0: Oh, so so what did they put you in like one of them little rooms? Like a uh,
1: Yeah, basically it, water, it was out in the, the it was out in you? the open.
0: Guantanamo style?
1: I wish. I was kinda thirsty.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean like that's they did run through your did they run through your shit? No, 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 no. No. I've um I've been like randomly selected at some airports, you know, like for the Take you aside, oh, yeah. bags, and fucking run through your back twice, and or whatever, and find nothing. And then they want to take whatever you know, take your cologne, <laughs> take your fucking scissors, right, uh, tweezers, the, anything dangerous. Yeah, crazy shit.
1: Okay. The the worst one I had to go through, I think, was flying into uh into Canada with Hatebreed a long, long time ago. And uh, when I showed up, they pulled me aside, and they're like, uh you uh, you're here for the the show with uh with hatebreed and i'm like yeah i am and uh they're like oh good come step into this room i go in there and all the other dudes are standing in this room and i was like uh what what's going on man they're like we don't know and then this girl at the, at the desk was like having us stand up and she's like i see you got tattoos i'm like yeah i, uh, I got a couple and she's, and she's like all right take your shirt off take down your pants I'm like gang what shit. yeah yeah, she was there you go. Yeah, they were they were they were documenting all of our our tattoos apparently for yeah But s- whatever.
0: You're you're a gentleman from upstate New York, Syracuse. One yeah. time uh, we were driving from Boston to uh, Troy, the fabulous city of Troy, New York. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, Troy is a smaller city outside of Albany, which is pretty shitty city. <laughs> Would you agree with me? I, yeah, every it's an old industrial city. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of jobs, not a lot of money. It's a rough little area. When we're driving from Boston, we just crossed into the upstate, you know, New York border. Uh, four of us in a car. We went through uh, you know, the toll thing, and then man, like two miles down the road, we got fucking pulled over. We'd smoked some weed just previously. Maybe they smelled it. Maybe they radioed it. I don't know what the fuck. So they pull us over. There's four of us, and there's two SUV state troopers, and they, you know, take us all out, and you know, they they put uh, all of us on the cars and cuff us. and all right, you know, you just tell us where it is, and we're gonna have to get dogs, and we're gonna run through the fucking car and all this shit, and we're like. Phew. There's nothing fine, So they, cause <clears throat> they, they run through the car, they find about a half gram of weed shake. It's essentially a shake, right. leftovers. That, and that's it, we don't have nothing else anyway to smoke on the way home. We were gonna hopefully get some at the show. We're playing a show. Uh, they're running through it, they're like, all right, we're gonna have to get dogs, you just don't tell us what they're, Then they think I got the big bus, they think there's something <laughs> in the fucking trunk. They gotta find nothing. So they take me and one of our other friends in the, cop, in the car and take us to jail, arrest us two for the shake, this is before New York had changed their weed laws, and the other two guys just essentially followed us to the station. So they take me and my boy in, and they bring us in. They're arresting us, and we have tattoos, and he's Latino and I'm white, and so they do the same thing. Strip, and they're looking. They're like, "Are these gang mm-hmm. tattoos?" They, they they take photos of all these, yep. and and they're and neither of us are gang members, uh, and they're like, "I don't know, referencing our shit, trying to trying to check it out." It's ridiculous. They process us, allow us to get bailed out. This is all in like an hour and a half, dude. Super fast. Nice, right? Our boys bail us out. And and then we still we make it to the show play the show. I feel like they just pocketed the bail money, kept the half a gram of shake, probably smoked it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I had to go back up to court up there to a small ass town right outside of Troy. The, it was like judge is the jury is the executioner yep. is the bailiff kind of thing.
1: Fucking bullshit. Unbelievable. Yeah,
0: but yeah, getting detained in uh, overseas
1: is is different. Oh, absolutely. It, it wasn't as bad as it, as it could have been. Well, it's not like my experience in Chicago. What happened in Chicago? Oh, good God! So, uh, if you can speak on this, absolutely. Absolutely. So, it was 2010. I was uh, I was working for Hell Yeah back then, and, and they were recording their second album. And I was staying down at uh, Vinny's house down in Texas, where they were recording. And I was just kind of guitar teching for the album. You know, I wasn't getting paid weekly. I was just going down to hang out and pretty much just lived there for about a year. So, in Texas? Yeah, in, in Texas what part? Uh, uh, uh in Arlington at Vinnie Paul's house. So, I was flying home uh, every every other week or something a weekend for a couple of days to see the family and whatnot and this is before I was married and had kids. This is single Marcus? Uh, it, single, yeah, Marcus single Marcus Rafferty? Yep. And uh so I I had pulled an all-nighter with Chad back when he used to drink and uh, it was day two and a half, I believe, and I was flying home, so I go to the airport just I, absolutely tanked they let me on the plane to dallas i fly to chicago i go to the to the bar there and i continue to drink and i go to my gate to fly to syracuse and i had a beer in my hand so i'm walking down the jetway get to the plane and the flight attendant's like you can't have that on the plane i'm like oh i'm sorry nobody told me like i literally scanned my thing with a beer in my hand and walked through that's crazy they let you up to the gate with yeah oh yeah yeah so then i tried slamming it to get rid of it i thought i got it all down i didn't a little drop Fell out and hit the ramp or the jetway or whatever, and this dude freaked out and called security. They bring me up back out to the you know to the desk and whatnot, and I'm standing there, and the plane's leaving, and I was mad at that point because I was exhausted, and and so they call the police to come, and I was like, you know what, yeah, take me to jail, whatever, thinking they wouldn't, but they did. They absolutely took me to jail. And what did they charge you for? Did, well, what they what didn't they charge me. For? They they put me in the drunk tank and they uh. took you know. All my, all my shit, they took my shoes, my laces from my shoes They took and what, the not, shoes and the laces? Well, they gave the shoes back, oh, they thank took God. the laces. Well, that's typical. They don't want you and to the, yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, really? And then uh, they ended up letting me go. They drove me back to the airport. That was sweet. There was no <laughs> planes available. I had to, like, stay the night in the airport. And then I had to have a meeting with uh, American Airlines in the morning to see if I could fly home. They ended up letting me, but, yeah, that was, uh, that was a fiasco. That's a fucking pain in the ass, dude. That fucking- Absolutely.
0: Yeah, sometimes, I mean, it's funny, like, uh, you you know, I I get it, you're trying to do the right thing, you're trying to preserve safety for everybody, but there's some things that just seem like foolish yeah, waste of time. Pay. You know, and if I was the cops, I'd be kind of pissed too, that was a waste of my time, I'd have to do mm-hmm. all that. I've had, you know, stories of friends who, in other countries, you know, they don't speak anything close to English, being detained or held up for crazy shit in the embassies and all that shit. I just think of the movie Midnight Express. Uh, granted, I'm not smuggling fucking hashish over the Turkish border, but I just think anytime we're getting detained or arrested in another country, like that's my worst case scenario. Fucking mm. getting stuck in some crazy prison for years for like a little weed.
1: Yep. Fucking scary shit, dude. Oh, uh, uh, actually, the the funniest part about that whole thing was the next day. Uh, my my wife, Ashley. Um, her and I had just started hanging out and whatnot, and uh, she brought me over to to meet her parents. And uh, me being hungover still uh this is the day. first time
0: you're meeting them too yeah first
1: oh, time shit. they were asking me a little bit about like about myself and i was telling them about about my career and whatnot and and uh for some stupid reason i had spit out well i just got out of jail <laughs> <laughs> nice and, to meet you yeah and i had to explain it to them but uh yeah that was that was interesting
0: were you how long has, has the band been around
1: my band, yeah, uh, about three, three and a half years now, I think.
0: So were you always checking uh, before it, or did you have bands back then too? I
1: had a band. Well, I mean, I've always had bands growing up, but I played in 2006. I played in a band called uh, Silent Civilian. For, I was the uh, the touring guitar player for a while, and that was a uh, that was cool. We toured with like Drowning Pool and Nonpoint. And, dope.
0: But you yeah. weren't you weren't like writing. In bands, no,
1: no, I wasn't writing then.
0: So this is like
1: you know your chance to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. This is this is my baby. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. It's special.
0: When especially when something's your baby, I don't know, just so much more. You, you're you're able to put so much more into it, because uh, it's your fucking child, mm-hmm. right? And not only that, but it's like hard to trust other. I don't know. Tell me if you agree with me. It's hard to trust other people to care for your baby the same way you have, like whether it's managers, booking agents, uh, hired guns, and in, in the studio or on stage, because mm-hmm. they're almost like. You know, a babysitter's gonna take care of the baby because they're getting paid to. A parent's gonna take care of the baby because they fucking love the baby, right. right? Do you like? Do you find that? Do you notice that? Well, in your situation? I,
1: thankfully, uh, in my group of of dudes, like everybody that I have in my band is is, is it's all their baby as well. You know, we're, so, we're four dudes that have the same goal, and this you know, it, it's like a big dysfunctional family that seems to work <laughs> somehow. And and my management team, uh, Jay and Lewis, are are awesome. They love the band as well. Which is great, and like they they believe in us, so it's cool. So everybody's kind of on the same page.
0: Do you do most of the writing yourself? You guys share,
1: share vocally. I I do all the vocal writing. Um, everybody else in the band kind of like my brother writes a lot of tunes. My guitar player Jimmy wrote a lot of tunes as well. And I mean I I've written tunes from start to scratch myself. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it's cool. Like we all have a good equal part in it.
0: And I mean what, like, So what the, the Was it EP Or it's an album It's an EP We're and gonna that, do the album next year August that came out right
1: Yep August 18th I wonder, so yeah. Like so that. we
0: were on tour Marcus and I were on tour together With Slayer and Lamb of God And then his band's EP dropped and then tour just basically ended, so you got to go home, play some some release party shows, yep. do some t- do some tour, and do some other gigs for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh you guys going back out doing more shit? Or we uh,
1: we're we're working on all that right now uh, with a you know booking agent and whatnot, and we're trying to go out. So hopefully, the beginning of next year, or at least within the first couple of months of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it you find it tough like balancing your passion, your band, shit? And then working for other bands and doing that shit. Uh, well,
1: uh, sometimes up to date, it, it's been it's kind of worked out somehow. I have no idea how, but it's you know, like timelines and stuff have all worked out. I think the hardest part is balancing family life, well, yeah. bands, work. and You all got that two stuff.
0: kids and a wife at home. Yeah, so and a dog. Oh, your dog is like three kids. Yeah, he never he never stop shitting on the fucking. Oh yeah, right. Grows up. Right? Oh, so, cool. so I mean, yeah, you're like on the road for your shit. You're on the road for the bands you work for, and then you got to hang and handle that family shit. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one, dude. That's
1: yeah, a tough one. yeah, going home to try to be like normal dad is it's it's tough transition. It, it's it yeah, it is a tough transition, but I love it. Love the kids. Love my wife.
0: They are their understanding about you know. Daddy works a kind of job that keeps him away at long uh, chunks of time. Now, as they're,
1: as they're getting older, it's getting tougher. Uh, they're starting to realize that I'm not there, but, I mean, we talk all the time when they want to talk to me. How old are they, if you don't mind They're uh, five and six. Okay, so they're still, like,
0: I mean, they're young in, in, in the grand scheme of things, but mm-hmm. they're starting to get older. I know, they want to spend some time. Yep. Yeah, I can imagine. It's tough, you know, like, the music lifestyle is, um, it's so ill for you when you're, Working in it, right? It's like a dream, or it's mm-hmm. like the shit you want to do. But the lifestyle is so uh, different than most normal jobs. It doesn't have, operate on a normal schedule. Um, it doesn't have the the structure, the predictability, the
1: all that mm, kind of shit. Uh, just not consistent work. And, all and a lot the of people time. always,
0: you know, like they hate their mundane jobs. Like, oh, it's so cool. Like they think it's cool. We work these weird schedules, go to these weird mm-hmm. places, you have all this crazy time. But it, sometimes I crave structure. sometimes yeah absolutely
1: i I think what what like the general population doesn't really realize is that every single night out here for us is friday night
0: yeah or monday morning
1: well every night (laughs) is friday night after after work you go out you have some beers you have a good time but every single morning is monday morning
0: yeah it's 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 like um if you're gonna play which everyone does you've got to work really hard and we
1: have the only job in the entire world Well one of the only jobs yeah. In the entire world That you cannot call into Yeah
0: you No can't matter miss how sick you, you are You can't miss a day on, yep. on tour If you miss one day They send you home yeah, Absolutely Because it's in a machine mm-hmm. And it, it sounds so corny And cliche But if one piece breaks down It kind of affects everything So if one of dude Can't do his job that day Because he's fucking throwing up He's got the flu Whatever dude yep. He pulled you back I've out. been there We've all and, been there Yeah, And, and, and if you were Really really in that much pain Or really in that sick you call out, they're going to send someone else in. They can't afford the whole show to fuck up. Yep. And uh, you've seen, I've seen dudes tough through shit. They're like, fuck, that's... Like, if you had a normal job, you would not be here. Absolutely. Like, people who have had eventually have to leave for knee surgery, they mm-hmm. try to push it for a week, or... Fucking luck I had the, the flu oh, at the
1: end, end of the last tour, dude. That was sick. Yeah, for and, like and you, for days. You gotta work it out. You oh, dude, it was terrible. it's terrible. Still had to work, absolutely.
0: And then you know, all those little moments of downtime you can spare, you're like, I gotta go sleep. I yep. gotta go take these meds. I gotta drink this water. I ugh, you're just dying, mm-hmm. and you see it. A couple summers ago, when we were, uh, it was, you guys were there, right? We did we did Madison Square Garden, right? what yeah, yep. Okay, so the night before in New York, we had a day off. Well, I don't know what I ate. Fucking some of the worst food poison in my life. Oh, no. My my girl was in New York at the time. We were hanging out. I couldn't even leave the hotel. I had to get food in there. I was shitting and throwing up every five minutes. Oh, Sorry dude, for too much info. Really, no, I've, really I've bad, been there. Right? And this is the biggest show for Slayer because they did the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, during yep. the day. They have a huge meet and greet they have to do late. And all this crazy shit. And this is like the big sold out Madison Square Garden show. And I'm so fucking sick. I am sweating sickness out of me all day, right? And it's like going to be my hardest day of the tour. And I'm just dying. I'm, I'm running to the bathroom throwing up and shitting all oh,
1: day, dude. I've been I there. I was in
0: a miserable state. But after the show, it was such a long day. I sweat out the flu so much. The next day off, I was better. But that was the worst show day. I was just dying, dude. Yep. I, I was like, man, I just want to fucking quit. But if I if I just wanted to take that day off,
1: can't. can't do it. Absolutely. Do
0: it. And the thing is, there's so many people who would really like to be out, who don't always have a gig or they have to wait around, and they're ready to go. Yep. And best believe production managers and tour managers Absolutely. have those people on ready
1: to go, yep. ready on dial. Absolutely, you know? they do.
0: Yep. And that's the tricky thing is like there's, it, the demand for the job is there and the supply of, of personnel is there. So if you've you got to be good at your job and just can't slip.
1: Absolutely you know? I mean there I know there's probably 10, 20, 30 dudes out there That want all of our jobs yep. and, 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 and are and ready an Ready to go They'll take it Yeah. You know
0: Like you fucking drop some shit on your foot mm-hmm. And you can't work Or you got a wound You will know, Dudes will try to fucking go to the hospital Patch that shit up Come back to work yep, absolutely Fucking I was on a tour with a band And we were at the Fillmore in San Francisco For people that don't know It's a It's a It's a dirty Grimy part of San Francisco Uh crackheads Heroine. running abundant you gotta push mm-hmm. them out of the fucking merch trail they're just messy and the Fillmore upstairs loading it's these elevators in this alleyway and it's a tight place and the drum tech of the band I was working for something happened when they were pushing cases hand gets st- stuck between two cases smashes his fucking hand right? I, I wasn't there I didn't see it I'm working Ooh. smashes his hand He he somehow goes to like Urgent care, whatever they wrap him up the next day, day off. He goes into a cast, he finishes the tour with like three fingers. Hmm. And you're a drum tech, you know, that's like you need your fucking, you yeah, Germanos, dude. You need your hand. And his shit was getting a cat, he just sucked it up, you know, just hurting. That's hard. Want that job that,
1: yeah, that's hard.
0: It's fucking scary because you know, like a normal job has man, like you know, health care and unions and benefits, they protect workers' rights, mm-hmm. which I love, but this is a different thing.
1: Absolutely, we don't have so It's almost healthcare. like a privilege to have this job,
0: yeah, and there is no, um. There's no benefits. There's no, no 401k. There's no any security nets. Really,
1: not really. I mean, I'm, I'm sure maybe some camps have it, but not. And not even a lot.
0: more so for like yourself as an artist, as the front man of a band, or anybody who's an artist, even less you would say. Like I mean, mm-hmm. you, you've got no security. Net. Nothing. Everything's on the fucking line. Yep. You know, and you're just hoping that it goes well enough where you can reap the benefits. Yeah. Shit. Yep. Quarterly so,
1: checks. Hopefully, hopefully it can pay the bills. Yep. You know? um,
0: and you know it's it's like you know you get your show money your merch money which is the biggest and then hopefully maybe you get mm-hmm. some residuals like depending on the deal you have or who's putting mm-hmm. your record, who what do you guys what's your situation
1: uh we uh we're out with cobalt we're pretty much like oh, our, our own label they are good a good great friend of mine distribution works for cobalt. Yep. yeah
0: Jamie McLaughlin, what up Jamie yeah man um so you guys have a good sitch
1: yeah yeah i mean we have like all the rights to our music we own everything so really? yep, masters and yep. all that
0: that's a uh, but we have artists, to pay for our own mind.
1: recording and, and you know, yeah no all advances that shit. for that shit no
0: sometimes that's not a bad thing it's if, really not
1: if you're smart and
0: you can budget it and you have access to quality engineers and studios and, and dudes are ready to work
1: exactly not wasting yeah the we have a great studio back home that we go to we go to a place called more sound up in syracuse and i mean they're just awesome they've done everything with us and that's, that's great.
0: great it's nice when you got especially you got an engineer yeah who works with you and knows what your sound is and yeah. You work yeah.
1: yeah 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 my dude justin up there is, is just awesome man that's a yeah
0: that's an unsung hero position uh track oh yeah and if you engineers. know my brother
1: my brother in the studio is uh, miguel he's, he's a night in, in what we're love you, Mike. He I, I, he's like he's got such a great ear for music, and he and he's so he's such a phenomenal drummer and, and musician all around, and he's a producer on, and his own you know self as well. But he will hear stuff that I could never hear in my entire life. Trying and he will go and buy another day to go in the studio to he change to like he's one one snare head or something, and the engineer. I'm sure he wants to kill him, but. You he gets what? it it comes out sounding phenomenal
0: i find a lot of drummers are like that when yeah. i banned my drummer was the same way very very fucking particular mm-hmm. about shit
1: yeah know? i mean i'm just like dude it's it's a it's a guitar note like who who cares like nope it's not right you gotta fix it all right man do your thing do your thing yeah
0: it's funny because i think fans of music and shit uh they don't hear the same things that you hear when you're you're a guy who creates music, right, right, especially or like engineers and audio nerds and shit. You have this different ear, you're so trained, and you hear things that amongst your peers like, oh, that's you know we can't let that slide this night. fans will never fucking know, yeah and exactly. shows you know when there's a fuck up at any show, whether you're teching or you're on stage performing yourself. Fans will never know it as long as you know you don't show the mistake, but you'll be like, "Oh fuck!" After to show, it. like, "Fuck
1: this." Yeah, thing. there's so many dudes that and beat I... themselves up about it. I've learned that when I make a mistake, I'm just like, "You know what? It is what it is." Actually, yeah. at my EP release party that we did, our last song that we always end the night with that I've been playing for three years, I forgot the whole first verse and the whole second verse. So what did you do? I just kind of hummed my way through it. Dude, it I've was done awful. that
0: before too. Like sometimes in in. Um Maybe you're forgetting a couple lines or words that I've like straight up like gibberished my way until mm-hmm. I got back on the lyrics. You know? Yeah, I was I was, I was trying
1: to do that, thinking that they would come, and, and they just never well, did. Yeah, like the sometimes. crowd, the crowd was singing; they knew the lyrics. I'm trying and, to like look and watch their mouths move, and it just but that's they, the
0: funniest thing is sometimes it's not if, working out. If you can fucking bullshit through a couple bars of it and then you get back on track, sometimes the crowd fucking has no idea. Especially yeah. if it's the last song; they've been rocking with you. Right? Yeah, drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're fucking just in the zone.
1: Um, I, mean, I was just hoping that they didn't hear me. Yeah, you know, it's fun,
0: dude. I, my boy showed me a video of us on stage like ten years ago in Boston. And there's this one part I don't even remember this. And there's this one part where I, I fucked up and I gibbered through you know fucking ten <laughs> seconds of lyrics and then got back on point. Yes. nobody noticed except for us, you know. And yep. he was he was just like showing me the video, like laughing and like I had, I didn't even know I didn't remember that. I don't I don't even, it wasn't drunk or nothing. I was just. Blanked out on a song You've done a million times You know
1: Yeah man I, I have a term for it I, I call it Conrading My way through the. So I have Conrading? a buddy Yeah Conrad So uh, Conrad uh, I have a buddy back home Named Rob Conrad That's his last name I, Yeah And I've been Russian playing kind of Playing name. with that dude For yes Years and years and years And he's, he's an awesome musician He has like a, an acoustic act That he does And he goes out And plays like four hour sets Or whatever else And uh, there'll be times Where he will forget the lyrics And he will just kind of Hum along to the melody and like and it, it's it's hilarious, but That's he pulls great. it off. It, it it's great. So I just kind of like coined right. that term. I mean,
0: there's times where I see artists that are you know big big famous artists. I know whether I'm working for him or I'm watching the show, and uh, you know you know the crowd is gonna know the lyrics, right? So they'll sing along here and there, and uh, they're just so into it. And there's times where I see the 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 vocalist, the frontman, maybe not doing all the lyrics, and the yeah the crowd's jumping in. And I don't think it's always, oh, I want you guys to sing the lyrics. I feel they're like, okay, I'm tired. My fucking voice is straight. Yeah. Out. I'm just going to step help, back and chill. Help. And no one's going to notice because they just think, oh, this is a hit. So everyone's going to sing and say mm-hmm. the words. And no one notices that I'm just this guy who got to take a breath or hurt and rest. <laughs> yeah, right. That, you know?
1: Yeah, trying to find your spot. Uh, that's fine. Uh, there it is. You know. Does
0: Randy bring tea on stage? Yeah. yeah,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. Tom uh, always has tea. I think tea. it's cold, though. Randy Randy doesn't really like uh, like, uh, see, cold. See, No, wait. He, he doesn't likes like hot, cold drinks. Yeah, cold he beverages are terrible drinks, for your vocal
0: cords. They constrict your vocal cords. Yeah. That's
1: why, like, in the studio,
0: it's always good to drink at least room temp or warm shit mm-hmm. teas and, you know, drinks that aren't fucking cold. Like, cold right. beer is not the best. Never. Now, if you're just the guitar player yeah, or whatever. drummer, fucking pound, you know, you see dudes like pounding those cold ones. Like, Tom Mariah always has a uh, hot tea, Johnny always has mm-hmm. hot tea for him. Keep that shit fucking going good, you know? And, uh, and he, we, we would do sound checks, and, and he would never, never use his vocals much. Um, in the sound checks just to not wear it out and then yeah. we do these sound check parties and then sometimes the Slayer fans are there watching and they would jam and shit and like sometimes maybe some of the opening bands like, like Joey Belladonna would come out or somebody else would come out and sing along so he doesn't have to sing and wear his shit
1: out you know absolutely it's tough man especially older, especially being a headlining band like yeah. you got so much and your energy that you have to put into it you don't want to ruin it two, the two hours
0: a night and you've been doing it for 30 years and your voice depending yeah, on the man. kind of music you're singing to your voice gets worn out mm-hmm. dude and then you know smokers always blows my mind whether it's cigarettes or even weed using your vocals Mm -hmm. like on stage dude like i never liked to smoke a lot before i performed back in the day because it would Wear me down a little bit You know Absolutely And I do something like smoking fucking blunts And Mm they're the girls Singers Female singers will be in the studio Smoking fucking blunts Weed with tobacco That murder The tobacco leaves Murder your lungs Murder your throat Mm -hmm. And then they're jumping In the studio And I'm like damn If that was my instrument It was a soft tender voice I would take Fucking good care of that shit
1: Dude the the craziest one I ever saw Speaking of that uh, My my boy Justin and I Went out to see uh, uh, Slipknot I think like Mayhem Years and years back And Dragon Force Was on that year so uh, my boy, uh, Saul, was the drum tech for Slipknot at the time, and we were back there smoking a bowl with him, and the singer from Dragon Force came over to us to, to smoke some weed, and their you know, Dragon Force intro was rolling. They were about to hit the stage. He took the biggest hit I've ever seen a dude take in my wife of weed. Off a joint? or Off a bowl. Oh, that's and rough. I would, like road. I would be choking for at least five, <laughs> ten minutes. So he went out, held the hit, and blew out a huge cloud of smoke and then hit the highest nice. Dragon Force note. In the set, and I was like, "You've some, gotta some be, I, got to be!" I did standing shit. ovation. I was like, "Wow!"
0: Some people really work on their vocals like an instrument. They, they practice enough where they can power through shit. Like, right? I mean,
1: Jesus, man, that was incredibly impressive. That's crazy, That's yeah. Crazy. Aaron Lewis too. He's another one that can just, I mean, just smoke so so much, and then That's power through a set.
0: You know, and, and some some singers, uh their vocal tones are different, where it doesn't, you know, hinder it or you know what the range of is smaller so it doesn't really matter and there's some people that I, I, their voice has such a range and they can go so high and they have so many dynamics i couldn't fathom smoking with that kind of voice like how could you you know still operate it's fucking it's powerful shit. right yeah, know, absolutely you know? i mean dude you've, you've seen you've seen like i've seen artists guitar players sometimes or drummers or non-vocalists just you know doing whatever it is they do backstage mm-hmm. everyone has their different twists yeah some dudes are sober some drink some smoke some Mix some, dude, some uppers, some downers, whatever, dude. They'll be all fucked up, but they can fucking play.
1: You yeah, know? well, sometimes there's always. Yeah, there, oh yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, we've all seen a, that. There's always a wall. It, yeah, it, I have mean, seen it, that It gets too. hit. It really does. It's a
0: bummer too, man. When you when you, have ever seen like an artist that you you like or admire, right? And uh, they're just a little. They're a little off that night, and 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 they're just not. You know, some we everyone has an off night, but if it's cause of some shit like that, you're like, oh, that was a bummer. I just paid all this money to see this guy, and he's so drunk. Yeah, his voice is shot, and yeah, I can tell he's drunk. Absolutely, I can see because he's sloppy.
1: Yep, you can hear the slur in the yeah, voice yeah, yeah, the something.
0: slur in the not caring. Probably like the slur and in my voice because you and
1: I have been drinking beers.
0: We have been. Well, I've been <laughs> drinking this um, Polish cherry vodka. It's it's more of a. I l- had some l- of that as well. As a matter it of fact, is, uh, my good friend Jake, could you hand please, me that other beer? I over? very much hand you this. This cherry, it looks like a robitussin like a cough syrupy thing. I'm cutting it with soda water. It's nice, and uh, it's, it's all right. It's a little sweet, though.
1: I mean, It is a little sweet. You got to mix it up with I something. I
0: Did, think... Do any of your guys drink that you take for on, on stage?
1: Yeah, uh, well, you know, Mark will have a couple beers here and there. Uh, Randy's sober. Yeah, obviously. So that's the that's two on my side he of the drink, stage. He
0: pulls out an N.A. Uh, and yeah. some water. Yeah, proud know. of
1: him, man. He, he really, you know, changes his life around yeah. for I mean, the better.
0: I mean, you know, for some people, like, if, it's, if you know it's going to be better— Go for it. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. on a, a, a different pass, and some of us can do certain things and be fine, and some of us can't, or some of us have different desires, and you got to switch your shit up. Yeah. And if yep. you want to achieve it, I, I respect anybody. Yeah, I got family, friends who've made that choice. Some have to because they're going to fucking die yep. or end up in jail or broke. And some are just like, you know what? I just want to be healthier and whatever.
1: You know, yeah, I, absolutely.
0: Uh, I always kind of dabble and go hard, and then I fucking chill. Yeah. And I mean, I, as
1: long as you know where your off button is. Yeah.
0: And it, there's definitely. There have been fucking times in my life where I'm like, ooh, am I, am I pushing my limits, you know? And, like, freaking out, and then I gotta chill for a little while. And then yep. sometimes you just wake up, and you're like, I'm just gonna chill for a bit. I gotta fucking rest, rest this body part or that body part, this yep. organ. This organ hates Whole me. body part. Oh, yeah. There, some days you just wake up
1: just dead to the world, dude. Oh, yeah. Dead to the fucking world. Yeah. Know. You know. You, you know that afternoon nap's gonna happen for sure.
0: Do you, do you think you keep it cooler when you're uh, off the road or at home?
1: I mean... I don't really go that hard anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, we all have our moments. Yeah. Of course, but... Of course. Yeah, but yeah. It generally, it's just kind of even keel, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's like, dude, I've done I've done tours where I'll, I'll go, like, the first two weeks, I'll just smoke weed, and that's it, and just mm-hmm. do nothing, and then end hard. Or then sometimes, you come out the fucking gate firing, yep. and, then like week and you're like, whew.
1: Then all of a sudden, I you gotta just chill. can't You go hit anymore. that
0: wall, yeah, I can't. I couldn't do anything if I wanted to, dude. Yeah. Like, I can't, you know... My my everything hurts. I gotta chill, you know. I think of at home I don't know, it's different, man. It's weird. Like uh I just sometimes on the road it's easier to chill out for me and then you get home. It depends who I guess I'm around.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well at home, you know, I got the kids and what and whatnot. So, you know, the wife and I spend most of the time just kind of raising raising the family and whatnot. It, it's a rarity that we actually get to get a babysitter and go out and
0: yeah. let, so let loose on a little full, bit. Full on death. When it control. does
1: happen, you know, we'll go out and we'll have some drinks and, and just kind of go for it, you know. Right.
0: Yeah. Just like wow yeah. out. Yep. Yeah.
1: Then, but then we always hit, have to remember at the same time. Well, all the kids are probably gonna get up at like seven o'clock, seven thirty in the morning. So we have to get home at a decent time, get some sleep.
0: That's got to be like in a in a good way, kind of like a grounding factor, though, right? You got something to pull mm-hmm. back down and be like, all right, Marcus, you got to fucking, you know, you got to be on dad patrol too, dude. Husband patrol, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a nice thing. I think, you know, there's some dudes who
1: Well generally split don't it up like that. all right, well who's gonna get up with the kids and, and any time she asks, I'm like, oh, I will. Yeah.
0: I mean it's 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 like you know, sometimes you don't have a wife, you don't have any kids or, or or like any of that shit. So fuck man, you know, there's nothing to like keep you on a on a straight and narrow except for your own desire to, you know? Mm-hmm. And then You just can get crazy and get out of control
1: like that. Yeah, but then once you got the family, it's like, oh, okay, all right, all right. I look at a lot of friends
0: of mine who, you know, who've got kids and and a wife and shit like that, and and it definitely, you know, they definitely take a responsible path, even balanced with their artistic endeavors and whatever their career is. And it's nice because I get a little jealous because I'm like, fuck, man, you know, maybe that would straighten me out. But I don't want to ever. I don't want to have kids and shit to like, okay, this is going to change. Yeah, you no, know? you don't want to have kids to, right? to help you didn't, yourself you didn't, out. You didn't plan that shit. Like, you and your no. wife just had them because you loved each other and yeah, kids but, had you know,
1: it. it happens, absolutely. Yeah,
0: I had it. Like, you know, I got a homie back home, and he's an older dude that we all looked up to, and he's really artistically talented dude. And we were like younger, and he was older. And, He'd been dating this girl, like it was his girlfriend, but they hadn't been together that long. And then uh, you know, he was just like he was such a talented dude. You, you know people like this, like the most talented. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. would kill for your talent. Yeah. And every anybody ever who would heard this dude would just automatically like, wow, this is a people would try to work with him, you know, give him put money into the career like that. And um, it was almost like a self destructive prophecy. He, you know, he he just would work a little bit and then to be too much of a perfectionist, too scared to really like let shit go you know, get released and, and do too many things, play a couple shows, pull himself back. Just I don't know. He was just in his head too much. But so talented, but just not talented enough in the way to like suck it up and just put his shit out there all the time and mm-hmm. commit. And I and then he had a kid with this girl and he was real psyched and we are obviously happy for him. And I think he kind of thought like, okay, this is going to be the thing to like ground me and make me happier. And now I have to be responsible. And now I'm going to have to make music work better. And I have to like commit and put shit out. But he still didn't, you know, like that's not going to do it if you're not ready for it. Absolutely. And it's still, it's not a good thing for the fucking for the kid. Yeah. yeah, Right. It's like, um,
1: positive role models.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the wrong kind of motivation to have Mm -hmm. a kid. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how great their relationship is. To keep it honest, like I don't think it's they don't you know they're not him and the white woman aren't together to having oh, for years. Oh, that sucks. But aside from that, the, the him and the kid situation isn't good either. Oh Jesus, I think it's even worse. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's tough. Like I don't know. It's probably tough to be a dad on the road,
1: dude. Absolutely. You know, it's yep. tough
0: to be a dad in music. I mean, and
1: little, being on the road with a family, it's it's hard. I mean, in, in general, because I mean, you basically have to emotionally separate yourself from where you're from with with your family because if you get emotionally involved when you're on the road it fucks your head up it does really bad it fucks your game up you know? dude absolutely yeah and I've it's a it. shitty thing to say it really is but it's i mean true, that's that's the thing you if know, you start getting like, like thinking about shit i gotta do this i gotta help out the house i gotta do whatever it, you're gonna, takes gonna your lose it
0: ability to focus on the necessary tasks at hand exactly whether it's performing a show mm-hmm. or working for a dude who's performing yep. or whatever it is you're stressing about something you can't do anything about because it's 2,000 miles away or half yep. around the world. You can't do shit about it but stress, and that stress is going to fuck up what you got to do right then. Exactly. You, you know, I've seen that happen. You have happen. to stay focused. Yeah, I've seen that happen a lot. It's, um, it sucks because we all want to control shit. We want to do the best we can for things, but some shit's just out of your control. Absolutely. And then you stress about it, and you can't do shit about it. It's useless stress. So yep. I've I seen one dude who I just I admired him for this even though I thought it was cold at first. I was on a tour a couple years ago, my mother got real sick, and she had this lung infection, didn't know what it was, went to the hospital, was like not looking good, out of the cut. This was like some whole shit, my aunt, everyone's calling me. I had to fly home for a couple of days. I missed one show, but I got some guy to fill in, and we had another day off. I had to go, I saw it in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Ended up having to sign this, the thing that, like now I'm the,
1: oh, Executor or something like I'm in that. charge of her life basically
0: mm-hmm. now. Like I could pull the plug. Right. Me and her I had to have the conversation in front of the fucking lawyer, like, Yes, you know, what do you want at your, you want music at your funeral? Like my mother's like, no, oh, fucking Jesus. cream, maybe, like all the shit, and she's not, she wasn't supposed to be dying right now, you know? Right. And they had to like, whatever, like long story short, cliff notes, where right? they fixed her, she's all good, you know, and, and pulled that shit out, but it was fucking with me before I went back, and even when I came back on that tour, you know, she, she had to go back to the hospital again, but then they were straight, but I was just tripping, and this older dude on the tour, he has a kid, divorced, and he was like, yeah, man, you know, it, it sucks. And It's like if you if it's real serious, then you just gotta go. But just like you just like we were talking about earlier, there's a lot of dudes who want to be here, and you're gonna someone's gonna come take your spot. You might not be able to get it back next leg, this and that. And even if you don't go off tour and you stay here, the problem is solved but it's fucking with your head. Like you can't do anything about it, and it's gonna fuck with you out here. It's gonna torment you. And you can't fix it, you can't improve it, and it's fucking up some other shit now. It's fucking up your job, which is your pride, your passion, and this whole big machine that we're talking about. So you got to find a way to like separate your mind from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like being apathetic. It's not like you don't care. But there's literally nothing else you can do. Exactly. If you're not gonna leave and go back there, there's Mm -hmm. nothing else you can do. And so you gotta get your brain out of that realm so you can do your fucking job and not drive yourself nuts, dude. Absolutely. You know, like you, I got friends jail or prison, right? And they go crazy thinking about their girlfriend or their wife outside, or problems with the family, and they can't do shit about it. And sometimes it's easier for them to not be in communication with family and friends for a while because they got crazy shit going on inside, and they mm-hmm. got thats a whole other world. Exactly. And I gotta—I gotta live every day in here. I got it. I'm better if I don't talk to you for a while. Like I've had friends be like, "Yo, I can't talk to my girl for a month. I can't talk to my mom for a month. I gotta focus on this and survive this shit for a little while." And you gotta just separate, dude. It's mm-hmm. a. It's a it's a cold decision
1: it absolutely is. i think
0: a lot of people don't know about that shit yeah what uh what uh your kids musical interests? like they fucking playing around they like, are they're banging on strings? stuff
1: yeah whatever, whatever they can get their hands on uh they're banging on a lot of stuff so i think they're probably gonna end up being drummers like their uncle mike but oh uh, yeah ah uh, just yeah.
0: despite daddy
1: yeah my little boy the hunter man he likes he likes to play his guitar that's cool he man. does
0: that's good it's hard to start him young you know yeah i want to if i have kids i want to teach them. Some instrument or vocals or what, they, whatever they gravitate towards. Yep. You know, it's tough. I think this, the sooner you start them too, it's way easier than learning shit as you get older. You know, absolutely. Teach them some crazy shit like that. You know, playing on some shit. Get them on the album. Get, rank, get <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yes.
1: Yeah. Later on in life, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So what's what's up for Fall of Humanity next? What you guys got?
1: Uh, just looking down the horizon and seeing what uh, what happens with tours coming up and uh, what route we're gonna go with, and then uh, next year we're gonna do an album and. Uh, you guys started recording, or is it just yeah, uh, just writing, just writing, just writing ideas. That's yeah, they're uh, back home right now, and they're just kind of writing and writing. They'll send me a song randomly, and I'll just put lyrics to it when I'm on the road.
0: Where can you, uh where can cats
1: get the new EP? They can get it on iTunes, Google Play. They can stream it on Spotify. And all the, all the places much you can music, music. Dude. Absolutely. What's yeah. the name of the EP? It's just called Fall of Humanity, man. Fall,
0: it's just like the, the yep. name of the fucking band. It's radical shit. Radical yeah, T-shirts too, man. Go buy some merchandise from them. Dude. Heck yeah, I like yeah, merchandise. Yeah, that's fucking, that's the
1: move, dude. That's the good <laughs> shit. Dude.
0: I need to get some more. We gotta get. you should get some Fall of Humanity uh, koozies, right? Yeah, or lighters. Yeah, I like you know? koozies. Koozies are fun. Let's do it, dude.